We're talking with uh, Tracy Frisch of the Clean Air Action uh, Network of uh, Glen Falls. And this week, there's a bunch of hearings, uh, informational meetings taking place about the Saratoga biochar proposal uh, up in the town of Moreau in, in, in Saratoga County. So, Tracy, why don't we just start, you know, what... You know, what is your group, what are your concerns about this particular biochar facility? I mean, some people hear biochar and go, oh, that's, that's good, that helps the soil. Well, um, it's very controversial whether industrial biochar, especially made from sewage sludge, would help the soil. In fact, the European Union has banned sewage sludge biochar. Um, this is the first such plant. This would be the first such plant in the state of New York. And in fact, one of our experts who has been um, analyzing the draft permits from the New York State DEC has only found one such plant in operation in the entire country. There may be more, but we have not found them. We have found two pyroly sewage sludge pyrolysis plants built, but not in operation. Very interesting. Um, pyrolysis is the process by which materials would, would are burned in the absence of oxygen to make charcoal, which is also called biochar. Um, the re okay, so the reason we don't like this this proposal is number one, up to fifteen percent of the state's sewage sludge would be trucked to the little town of Moreau in the Upper Hudson Valley on the Hudson River already a heavily impacted area. Two disadvantaged communities, according to the DEC, are across the river, including Hudson Falls, where DEC dumped all those PCBs into the Hudson River. So why, why should Moreau take all this sewage sludge and have it burned in, the, in people's backyards? Um, number two, there would be uh, PFAS forever chemicals emissions. PFAS um, would be deposited in on the ground and on the river and on the Fort Edward Reservoir. It leaches into groundwater at extremely low levels. It's hazardous to human health, causes cancer and a host of other um, serious health problems. Yeah, uh, and speaking of PFAS, I do believe that uh, the federal EPA recently came out and said it's really time to move towards, you know, just banning these type of chemicals. But this hearing, so there's a hearing virtually on 6 o'clock on Wednesday, uh, Thursday at 6 at the South Glen Falls Senior uh, High School. And now this is being conducted by the State Department of Environmental Conservation, so I assume there's a state permit involved. You know, do you, what type yeah. of confidence level do we have at the state? Oh, the state's going to get involved. They're going to look at this a lot more closely than, say, the local government. Well, one interesting fact, they um, repeatedly found, uh, sent out notices of incomplete application to the company and the company's engineering consultant. Um, one of those, in one one of these um, requests for more information, DEC asked for a list of wastewater treatment plants that they would get the sewage sludge from, and analytic data, how much heavy metals are found in, in the sewage sludge from a particular plant, how much PFAS chemicals are found at a particular plant. Saratoga Biochar did not respond to this request. 
they presented some kind of excuse. DEC issued draft permits in any case and declared that the permit application was complete. Doesn't feel very complete to me. How can you determine what's going to be coming out the stacks and what's going to be going in the wastewater if you don't know what what's going to be burned? Yeah, and I remember 30 years ago being involved in helping to stop, uh, actually as a town board member in my hometown of Postonkill, a mixed waste coke composting facility uh, out in eastern, eastern Rensselaer County. And one of the many complaints that I had was that they were actually going to use uh, the sewer sludge from Hoosick Falls in another town. And I was like, wait a moment, what what type of level of, of heavy metals? And of course, we saw PFAS became a big issue. What type of sense do you have that this, the town or the state is really, you know, taking the potential toxic impact uh, seriously at this point? We don't have any confidence that the state is taking the toxic impact seriously. However, um, the previous town supervisor in the town of Moreau um, was was a proponent of this plant, and he was thrown out of office in a three-to-one landslide. Um, the the sewage sludge biochar plant was one of the two top issues. Um, the the people of Moreau are furious, outraged about this plant. They will not let it go through. Um, there are actually three paths by which we believe we can stop um, this project. One is DEC. So it's very important that people, not only people in the immediate area, but people who have become alarmed about um, the presence of PFAS forever chemicals all over the planet. And this will be a new source. The, the state says they could emit seven pounds in the air per year, but they will only have air testing once every five years and doesn't give us confidence. Um, another path is the town. They have, they are in the pro they took the first steps to declaring, to declaring a moratorium of development in the industrial park where this plant would be built. And that's because there's been no, um, there's inconsistencies between the comprehensive plan and zoning. There's been no traffic study for more than 25 years, even though the town has experienced a great deal of development. And then the third path is a lawsuit that our group, the Clean Air Action Network of Glens Falls, um, brought against the town planning board for not requiring an environmental impact statement. They declared that there would be no significant impacts from this plant, which is laughable. So we are appealing a, an unfavorable decision. The appeal will be um, submitted in March. Um, I understand the Clean Air Action Network uh, is holding an informational session Tuesday night, I think, to give people some talking points that might want to testify. You know, yes. what, what will be some of the key talking points at your informational session? What will you cover? Well, um, we have an expert from Boston talking about um, why sewage sludge is contaminated. We have an emeritus professor of soil scientist at Cornell talking about heavy metals in sewage sludge and what kind of impacts they have on crops, livestock, and people. Um, we have a retired chemical engineer who worked for 42 years at DuPont and is now full -time, a full-time volunteer with Michigan Sierra Club. She has been analyzed, 
analyzing the permit applications. So she will have a great deal to say about the, um, the holes in this permit. Um, and we also have slides from a German um, scientist who, whose specialty is, is or, organic farming, ecological farming, who has, who has sent us um, a PowerPoint on um, problems with biochar. Um, and I think I'm probably forgetting two other people, but um, it should be a really good session. There will be time for questions after each presentation uh, from the audience. The audiences will be in person and those, those meetings take place 7 p.m. at the Moreau Community Center, 144 Main Street, South Glens Falls, and at the Strand Theater, um, 20, 210 Main Street in Hudson Falls. They'll be simultaneous because the presentations and the interaction with the presenters will be through Zoom, but they will be projected on screens, and this has worked really well for us at a previous event. So we only uh, have 30 seconds left. We've been talking with Tracy Frisch of the Clean Air Action Network of Glen Falls. If people want more information, uh, how can you get a website? There is stuff on our website, but I will direct you to uh, to two other places. For number one, they can call or email me, Tracy, um, T-R-A-C-Y dot C-A-A-N, that's the initials of our group, at gmail.com or 518-692-8242, and that's a landline. Thank you very much. And this has been Mark Dunlay for the Hudson Mohawk Magazine.